0: everyone, Michelle Seidling here with another episode of Food Experience Unplugged. Today we'll explore how to re-establish the connection between health and healing. Here to help us do that is Jennifer Tolo, wellness provider and author of the book My Family Fuel, A Busy Mom's Guide to Healthy Living. This podcast is available on multiple platforms including YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and others please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to be informed as new episodes become available. If you enjoyed today's episode or any of our episodes, please rate and review the podcast on your favorite platform. Also, be sure to check out our website at foodexperienceunplugged.com for some resources as you begin your health journey. Jennifer Rentolo, welcome to Food Experience Unplugged. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are so excited to have you as the, the author of My Family Fuel. You think of family feud or other, uh, <laughs> other family activities, but My Family Fuel and why, uh, why food is important, why healthy living is important. So I look forward to diving in with this a little bit. Will you take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us what brought you to this point in your life and your career? Sure. Um,
1: so I started out my adult career as a critical care nurse and I was um my course was changed with the birth of my second son because I was all focused on changing healthcare through administration. I got a master's in administration and uh I've always been a healer, always wanted to help people. But my second son was born and he had a massive stroke at birth. Oh. And it kind of showed me this experience was really the first major experience I had on the other side of healthcare. And it showed me where healthcare was lacking. It showed me where the gaps uh, were as far as serving the whole person and really looking at the whole picture of care. So my son with his stroke, there were so many cooks in the kitchen and nobody was talking to each other. And I realized that I really needed to tune in to my son. It was interesting. I woke up in the hospital after he was whisked about 30 miles away from where I delivered him. Um, and I woke up to crying babies and my, my baby wasn't around. And I remember just being so overwhelmed with how I was expecting things to be one way. And the experience turned out to be not what I expected. And I, I remember just feeling so heavy and caught up in my grief that I got this message to just breathe. And I did. I took a couple of really deep breaths and all of a sudden this calm came over me. And as my husband, who's a surgeon, was laboring over neonatal intensive care books, I got a very clear message that I just needed to connect to this baby and he will let me know what I needed. And the experience would unfold. And... I will figure out what I needed. So I dove into nutrition. I dove into personal training and learning about the body, dove into the brain and to understand where he, because of the areas that were affected by the stroke, what he was going to need. And I became a Reiki master. So I dove into energy medicine. And it really showed me how to tune into my own knowledge and my own knowing instead of looking to everybody else to fix things or to tell me what to do. I really needed to start to tune into myself and connect to myself and my body's wisdom and my can my mother's wisdom as far as how can I help my son um who's now eighteen, which is amazing. but on my path, um my third son got leukemia, and I remember this is what brought me to really diving more into the nutrition piece is um I realized that I had everything I needed as far as to tune into my body, my, my my mother's wisdom, my own inner strength, my own inner knowing. I had the energy medicine to do Reiki on him every day through his treatment. But when I went to the doctors and to the nutritionists and asked, how can I help him heal? What kinds of food should I be giving my two and a half year old at the time? Um, everybody said, just get calories in them. Just get calories in him." And I saw people waiting with Dairy Queens and McDonald's and smiles as their children were coming out of procedures. And I realized this is not it. This is not, we need more here. So that's what kind of got me to really focus on f- food as fuel for the body and food as fuel to help the body heal and function as, as well as it can. And I knew that my son needed the right nutrients. So these cells, after we killed all the cells with the chemotherapy, how can we rebuild his body and help his body be as healthy and strong as we can? And I remember going in for his well visit checkup several years. So this two and a half year old on chemo is now 15 and strong and healthy and doing amazingly well. But I remember going for the well visit cook um, checkup and they said, wow, you know, you're so strong. You're so healthy. And he said, it's because of my mom. And that was just like, that's what made it all worthwhile, right? Now, it's not easy. It's not easy to get fruits and vegetables into your kids. And I will tell you, as they're teenagers, it gets harder and harder. <laughs> but I realized that that connection and that family fuel of not just food, but of connection is really what is going to help our help us grow healthy, strong, vibrant kids so that's kind of my journey. And now I work with families. I give talks. I've written this book. I wrote another, co-authored another book um, on self-care and the importance of self-care because this whole journey showed me that if I don't put myself on the map and I don't fuel myself, then, you know, energetically, physically, nutritionally, then I wasn't gonna be around to be able to help my kids. So this is a big part of what I do now is helping people through giving talks, through writing these books, through doing one-on-one coaching. And I do group programs. And I really try to help people connect to their own inner wisdom, their own messages of their body and their own inner, inner knowledge and
0: strength. Mm, wow, that is amazing. I love <laughs> I love every, every minute of it here, but let's <laughs> dissect it a little I know, bit. I that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, it's fantastic that your, your boys are healthy and strong yes. and vibrant and just yes. being boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, four of them. Four boys. Four yeah. boys. Okay. <laughs> wonderful. That is fantastic. Now, tell me a little bit more about, you mentioned that connection. You know, Not only to food, but, your, but to each other. Will you tell me a little right. bit about, more about that.
1: Yeah. I feel like, unfortunately, what I've seen in our society is we become very disconnected. Disconnected from each other, disconnected from ourselves, and disconnected from our body. So I, I noticed with families, especially families that would come to see me, there was such a, we, we've gotten so busy and we've gotten so distracted that a lot of times we're in fight or flight all the time. So when we're in fight or flight, we can't rest and digest. So when people were coming to me with, with digestive issues or problems or you know kids were coming and having trouble with um, you know, bowels or digestion or anxiety or all this, the gut is so tight, tightly connected to our mind, to our, to our brain and to our, to our health, to our immune system. And when we get disconnected from our own body's messages and our own mind's messages, then we get dysregulated. And when we get dysregulated, then we're stuck in this fight or flight. And we can't um, hear the wisdom that's coming in. We can't understand, oh, this doesn't feel good in my body, or this feels good in my body, or, you know, we're not even getting the messages when we're eating that we're full or that... um, you know, we enjoy the taste or flavor of something. People are so busy that they're not cooking. They're quickly grabbing something here and there and letting other people cook for them that they don't even recognize sort of um, what nutrients they're putting in their body and why. They're just, or they're, they're ignoring their body's message that they're hungry. They're disconnected from their their body's own hunger and satiety. So, um, and with that, we also, because we're so busy, become disconnected from our families. We become disconnected from our kids where we're so busy sort of keeping up with everybody else that we're not really tuning into who we are and who we want to be and the joy of our lives. That's sort of one of the positives, I think, that has come from this whole pandemic is it's sort of forcing people to get quiet and still in their homes and be together as a family. And for some people, that's been great. And for some people, it's been terrifying. Because sometimes they wake up and they look around, and they go, I-, "I don't even know who I am or who these people are, or I don't really enjoy being in this place with everybody," and that's because of the disconnection. Because we 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 don't even know
0: what we want or who we are or what we need. Mm, true. Yeah. Now, now with that that connection, tell me about your own transition to connection. You know, when the, yeah. all of this first happened. Um, with your boys and things like that? How yeah. how connected were you with, with food, with your health? And how, how have you made that transition?
1: Yeah, I would say I've always been connected. I would, well, I shouldn't say always been. I've always been interested in nutrition. Obviously, as a nurse, I've always been interested in health, but I never really connected the choices that I make and how they impact my health down the road. I never really... Um, you know, for example, as a nurse, I worked nights and I was exhausted because my body didn't know, am I coming? Am I going? What's happening? And I was so exhausted that I would come home from work starving and wanting carbohydrates and I would eat a bunch of carbohydrates and I'd sleep, but because I would eat right before I went to bed, I didn't, I didn't sleep very well Mm -hmm. and I would, it would take me a while to digest that food and then I'd be sleep deprived and then I'd wonder, you know, why I was craving the coffee and the chocolate and the carbohydrates that come to find out later didn't do good things to my body my 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 digestive system was not happy with all the carbs and all the so it didn't dawn on me that my fatigue and my stress was driving my cravings, which was and the lack of sleep and my food choices was furthering the stress cycle, so I really um, started to get a hold of that when I had gained some weight with my first baby and had to lose some weight and had some time to, to connect a little bit to, okay, I don't feel good and I need to lose some of this weight. So I went on Weight Watchers the first time and it really started to connect me to my food choices and to um, fiber and protein and the importance of those things. Um, and I also was always into fitness. But what I learned was I was driving my body so hard, trying to lose weight and trying to use, using exercise as my self-care and as my stress reliever, that I was actually further stressing my body. So by the time I, I had my third son, and actually I had my fourth son, but when I had my fourth son, my third son was in the middle of going through chemo, I messed up my metabolism so badly because I was trying to lose weight was trying to nurse my son. So I knew I had to get calories in me to nurse my son, but I was getting just enough working out as my stress reliever that I was so dysregulated. I was having migraines. I was having really bad um, irritable bowel syndrome. I was having digestive issues. I would get esophageal spasms. And what I realized was I was so busy in fight or flight and putting out all the fires for my family and showing up for my family, that I was not showing up for myself. And the ways that I was showing up for myself were further stressing my body. So I really dove into mindfulness, mindful eating. Um, I dove into mindful movement and taking these pauses with purpose to just reset my nervous system. So then I could digest my food. So then I could pay attention to the messages around me. So then I could truly connect to my kids and what they needed. So that's, that's kind of Hopefully I answered your question very long-winded. I apologize for that. But that's kind of where it all came is my disconnection from myself because I was trying to connect to everybody else Mm. that threw me out of balance and made me realize that, you know what, I got to put myself on the map here. I have to take a pause and reconnect to myself so I could be the best version of myself. And by doing that, then I can teach my kids by showing them how to eat healthy by showing them how not to use food necessarily as rewards or exercise as my only stress reliever, how to show up in ways that are really truly what I need in the moment. When I do
0: that, then I teach my kids to do that. Mm, I love that. That is just... I just your your devotion to that connection, to wanting mm. to reestablish. There's too many people you hear, you know, they put everybody else first except yes. themselves. Yes. And then like you experienced with your own uh connection journey, you just they you know, you burn out after a while. You mm-hmm. can't can't make that connection. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah and now with that how did you you mentioned you know you're there for your boys to help them see that connection to mm-hmm. you know to their own self care how mm-hmm. was that journey for them obviously they're still growing they're still you yes. know just being boys but what are you seeing as far as helping them to pay attention to their own health
1: yeah, um, well it's interesting because when they're little, you can control their food environment a little bit more as a parent. And now I have, my youngest is 12 now and my oldest is 21. And I noticed that when my kids were younger, the stricter I was, the more when they were not within my control. So when they'd go to other people's houses or when they'd have the freedom to go to, you know, go to the local convenience store with their friends, they were not making healthy choices because it was like they all of this forbidden stuff made them want the the things even more when they were not, so I realized that the tighter rein that I had on the control, the more out of control they were when they when they were not in my in my vicinity when i when I had to let them go, and they had to then make their own choices, so that was one of the biggest aha moments I think for me with that um, they are. I I love baked goods, and so I I'm not one of those people that is never going to have a sweet or never going to have something in my house. I've really tried to teach them moderation, and that's the name of the game. and And for them, for the most part, I think they've done a really good job of that. One of my sons, in particular, my 18 year old, the one who had a, had a stroke, he is really good about. He actually went into culinary for a little bit. He did a was at a trade school and he took um, culinary. Mm. And he got really interested in cooking and, and healthy eating and um, recognized for a while, I really kept him off of, watched the sugar with him. I kept him off of any dyes because I recognized that it really did did not help him as far as his cognition and his mood and his um, his ability to self-regulate, that it kind of messed that up for him. So he's really, probably of all my kids, he's the strictest with the eating, sometimes too strict. So. Um, we we've worked on that, but he really does make some really good food choices. My twelve year old right now, who used to be one of my better eaters, is really diving into a little too much sugar. But instead of chastising him for that, I help him connect to okay, how does your body feel right now, and how is your focus right now? So, um, and it's funny because the my my boys, my house is kind of the hangout house that the kids come to, and so I often have many teenage boys asking me about what are the best foods for them to eat for muscles and for performance and things like that. Um, we've had the whole creatine talk with the, with the boys cause they drink these energy drinks that have creatine in them called bang. And you know, if I, if that comes in my house, if my boys bring that in, I dump it down the drain and I tell them this is fake energy. And I really just try to educate them to make healthier choices by being informed. And I think I've done a good job of that because when they, you know, they they'll, They'll, you know, have something once in a while that makes me cringe, but it's once in a while. And I've always sort of tried to teach them moderation and tried to help them connect what they're eating and what their choices are to the outcomes and how they're feeling and how their body and their mind is performing. Which is really what Family Fuel is all about, feeling the mind, the body and the spirit. Um, And, you know it's funny because my oldest now who used to reject everything I said, <laughs> he will say to my younger boys, listen to mom. She knows what she's talking about. And he, one of my sons has acne and my oldest had acne and I would tell him cut down on the sugar, cut down on the dairy. And he would fight me on it. But once he kind of on his own started to cut back on that stuff, he started to recognize his, to notice that his, his face was clearing up. So my 21 year old is trying to, to tell my 15 year old, listen to mom. She knows what she's saying, but it's funny because they're sort of helping each other out and it's my own words. They're being echoed, which is really an awesome feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Told you. Yeah. So they, oh. they, they have that connection. They definitely connect the, the food is fuel um, piece, which is great.
0: Mm, that That is fantastic. Just to see that, that aha moment. Oh that, yes. That spark in, in them.
1: Yes. Yes. And even my husband, my husband is sort of tuned into it too, um, which is great as far as, you know, just get resetting and getting back. They see us drink alcohol occasionally, but again, moderation. And they Mm -hmm. see us have the sweets every once in a while, but again, moderation, right? They see us eat breakfast every day. So I am a big proponent of modeling behavior and not forcing anything on anybody, but just sort of pulling them versus pushing them.
0: Right. I, I love that, and then yeah. they can they can learn to regulate themselves and right. make choices. And it sounds yes. like their friends are—it's kind of contagious among their friends too. Yes,
1: yes, yeah. It's great. It's great to yeah. see. You know, I would love to do like a cooking thing with my boys, but they were like, nope, <laughs> not interested. But I've done like cooking things with groups, like a uh, um, Girl Scouts and things. You know, which is great. And I, um, I one like I said, one of my sons cooks, and I'm. You know, my other ones cook a little bit, and I'm trying to get them to cook a little bit more and have more interest. But why would they if mom's doing the cooking? So one of these days, I will be queen, and they will serve me.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Now, now let's kind of dive in a little bit more to your book. Okay, yes. my family fuel. Yeah. We're kind of, we kind of know a little yeah, it's bit about family, the fuel. Yeah. Family.
1: family fuel. Yeah. Family, family, family fuel. Yeah.
0: Family fuel. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, what is it? Um, you know, I understand kind of the backstory of the why, but in terms of how is it, uh, is it structured? Is it like a, is it a typical book or is it more like a workbook? How, how is it?
1: It is. Um, this is the first copy, the new copy. This is the old version. I have a new edition coming out. Um, in, in the next week it should be launched. What, um, so I'll tell you the chapters, the first chapter is food is fuel, why home cooking and family meals are keys to healthy living. And in that I have a lot of the research behind um, why it's important to to eat as family and why certain foods are important for us to have to fuel our body and just different habits that we can have. There's a lot of research involved in this. Um, And then chapter two, so that's just the background. Then chapter two, I talk about how to get your family to eat healthier and to connect. So little tips on how we can improve our diets as a family and how we can connect as a family, which is actually healthy for our digestion and helps us. So as we eat meals together, we're actually connecting as a family. We're not just connecting to each other, but we're connecting to the food that we're eating. We're connecting to our body's messages as we're eating the food. So I give tips on that. And then I have a recipe for healthy living, which is just kind of my, um, Ideas for what is important to lead a healthy and happy life. And it's things like a cup of connection, a cup of exercise, a dash of chaos, um, a a cup of play and laughter. So that, that kind of things, as far as the recipe for healthy living, I have a stoplight guide guide, um, can you see this? Yeah. A stoplight guide, um, which is what I use when I teach kids in schools. I'll go into schools and teach um, nutrition um, in a dynamic way. And one of the things I use is the stoplight diet. So red foods are roots that we stop and don't eat them every day. Uh, Green foods are, you can eat as many as you want, like fruits and vegetables. Those are your go foods and then yellow foods. So I've listened different tips um, on things like that. Uh, I've got pantry, like what to stock in your kitchen. Um, things. um, And then I have at the end, there are recipe. Well, actually I have, sorry, an elimination diet so when people are having issues with, with food, I give some tips on how can you sort to tweak, up, tweak out um, what foods might be, you might be sensitive to or causing you problems. And then I have um, recipes at the end. So morning fuel, so breakfast, soups and vegetables, main meals, muffins, which I absolutely love to make muffins. My friends call me the muffin lady. Um, and then desserts, because again, I'm a fan of desserts. But all of these are sort of some healthy, healthy options, healthier, more nutrient-rich options. Um so it's it's part cookbook book, part guidebook, and I have sort of things that you can cut out as far as um, you know, for your kids um for um ideas about what kinds of foods can they can they eat and then the stoplight diet guide for kids.
0: Mm, yeah. I, I love that. So it's so there's a section for adults and a section for kids.
1: Well it's sort of to it's something that you can do together. It's for both kids and adults, but it's really for adults, but there are little things that you can use to just like talk about food with your family and talk about healthy eating with your family. And, um, the, um, I have something that, that is actually taken from a book from Dr. William Sears, the family nutri- nutrition book. And it's just talking about the different colors. So people say eat a rainbow, but in this, I, sh- I share why it's important to eat different colors instead of the same. You know, there's a lot of kids get stuck on eating the same thing. And then parents get stuck on giving them what they know they're going to eat. Mm. But as I as I say in the book, don't short order cook, because when you do that, you create, you show them what you eat is different than what I eat as an adult. But mm. what if we all ate the same thing? How much easier would our life be? A, and then B, we're showing, we're modeling there, we're teaching them to eat. You know, what my kids eat, everything that I eat. I've never given them different foods than I'm eating, ever, mm. even when they were babies.
0: Okay, fantastic. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So how has that? um how has that sparked people? What um, is, perhaps you have some examples of, you know, people you've worked with or, or other yeah. things. Of course, you have your own story, but right. as far as, you know, I guess, starting have a healthy living, so to speak. Right, right.
1: Um, one of the main reasons why I started this book is because of all the, the work that I had done with other people. Um, and people would come to me and they'd want recipes all the time. Tell me what to eat. Tell me what to eat. And i have I am never one. I don't want people dependent on me to give them the guideline to, this is what you do. This is because everybody's different and you have to figure out what works for you and what works for your family. So what I've done is I've taught people how to plan ahead, how to put more vegetable foods and vegetables into their foods. So how to, um, crowd out the other foods by adding more foods and vegetables into their, their diets, how to, um, um, get their kids to eat more fruits and vegetables, and how to incorporate um, their kids in the process of choices. because a lot of parents don't forget that one of our greatest powers that we have as humans is our our um, freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. So when we teach kids and give kids choices, even if it's, do you want broccoli or do you want salad, you know, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is, if we incorporate them into the choice and also growing, growing vegetables together and getting them involved in the process where we're connecting to our food from the ground up, literally, mm-hmm. um, it, these are the things that I've, I've worked with families on as, as well as stopping and slowing down as a family to connect, um, to what we're eating, how we're eating, but also to each other. That's a big part of what I've done with with um, with families that are just so chaotic and so like running here and there and everybody's doing their own thing. Um, one of the things that I start with is just stopping and let's try for two meals a week together. Now let's get three meals a week together. Let's, let's plan when those meals are going to be based on what our schedules are. And it's really important that we all realize that there is no one size fits all. There's no one diet for everybody. There's no no one routine for everybody. For some people, that meal together might be breakfast, right? For some people, that meal together might be dinner. It depends. So, you know, as a kid growing up, my father had breakfast with us every day and had dinner with us every day. But that was important. That was his value, right? That was something that was important to him. I um, I eat with my kids, but my husband is a surgeon. My husband's not always around for dinner, but we try at least, you know, five days a week, four or five days a week, we have dinner together as a family, even if that means that we're waiting to have dinner until 7, 30, eight o'clock at night.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I love that. Just kind of helping people to establish that connection that we yes. spoke of earlier.
1: And and to look at their lives and figure out what are their values? what do, What do they want to see? Right? What do they want to see for their, for their family? Do they want more connection? Do they want to connect to themselves? Are they disconnected with themselves? So, first we do for self. And then what we do for self ripples out to others. So, what we do for ourselves as a mom ripples out to our family. Those habits, those, you know, what I choose to buy in my home. That's another thing. As far as the control piece, as, um, as far as what you're buying, what you're having stocked in your house. Right, I had a lady, a one one woman say to me one time, "How do I get my kids to stop eating chicken nuggets and pizza?" And I said, "Well, are you making that every night for dinner?" She said, "No." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, what are you making for dinner?" She said, "Well, they're not going to eat what I eat." I said, "They will if chicken nuggets and pizzas aren't stocked in the fridge." Mm. You Good know, point. so let's talk about how can we incorporate. Let's let's bargain with them. Let's say if you do this, then one night a week I'll make chicken nuggets, or one night a week we'll have pizza. Mm. You know, it's it's about compromise. So that's. That's kind of how I've used this to to help my clients and to help people, and why I put this book together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure, absolutely. Now, what what would you say is kind of the main the main takeaway of that that book?
1: Um, basically, that the foundations of our um, health and well being are our connection to our choices. To ourselves our bodies to the messages of our body to the messages of our mind and to the messages of our spirit and as a parent you are Creating the foundation you are fueling that connection for your Mm -hmm. family for your kids you are setting them up For um, a lifetime of health and happiness if you can connect to them and help them to connect to them and help them to connect to their habits um, so they can you know, make the, make the choices that work for them as they grow. Sure. And when we connect to our kids and we give our, our kids the gift of our presence and our, um, our time as a family, where we disconnect from the, all the demands of life and we sit down as a family and have a meal, what a gift. And we get to know each other. We give that, that foundation and that family function that's going to carry their well being, not just their health, but their well being, their mental health, and their emotional mm-hmm. health because of that connection.
0: Oh, I love that. That is super powerful. I love just the connection of different aspects of health, too, not yes. only physical.
1: Yeah. So. Mental, spiritual, environmental. Yeah, nutritional. So, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Now, what... um for those just starting out that yes. haven't quite made that connection that are just you know think of back to your your former self several years ago mm-hmm. as you as you learn these things mm-hmm. what 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 advice would you give as they uh get started
1: one of the things that i would say is be careful of extremes there's a lot of extreme diets there's a lot of extreme thinking as far as what what you should be doing what foods you should be eating what foods are forbidden to eat, what you should never give your kids. And I think it's really important that you pause and really tune into what you know inside, like what, what does your gut tell you? And obviously focusing on what you know to be true, for example, fruits and vegetables are an important thing for us to eat as human beings to fuel our body. Now, if you have people that are on this, uh, saying that they're vegetarian or they're you know paleo or whatever, find what works for you. And before you put it onto your family, figure out what works for you. But be careful of any extremes and anything that makes foods forbidden or makes um, makes it something that's hard to sustain. Because some of these diets and some of these ways of life become make us actually more dysregulated. Because the stress of maintaining that is not realistic, is not practical for our lives. So I think it's important to really tune in and figure out maybe one or two things that you find are really important for you, whether that's eating as a family, whether that's having your kids eat more fruits and vegetables, whether that's you know gut health or whatever it is, figure out that and then figure out some practical, realistic ways that you can incorporate those things into your life. And again, finding what's right for you and not worrying about the extremes or what other people are telling you. That's what I would say.
0: Oh, fantastic. I just doing that, that whole um, aspect of doing what works for you and just yes. not trying to, to fit the mold of some other diet or, or regimen is fantastic. Exactly.
1: exactly. Yeah, because there are a lot of extremes out there. There are a lot of diets out there, and that's why it's a multi-billion dollar industry. But we have to be gentle and kind to ourselves first. And when we put all these demands on us and try to be perfect and eat the perfect diet and be the perfect mom and have our kids eat the, you know, be the perfect children, it's, there's so much pressure and it's not realistic. And frankly, it, it, something falls, something comes apart down the road when you follow that path. It's a Mm -hmm. really rocky path that sometimes leads you to places that you didn't intend to go. So really being present and being connected to yourself in this moment and what you need and what your family needs in this moment and not worry, like let go of the control a little bit because when we have that tight hand on control, I'll tell you because I did that, it bites you in the end because there's some rebellion and there's some, you know, the more people try to control things for other people, the more rebellious people get when they, when the control is put in into their own hands, they don't know what to do with it. So Allowing choices and really owning your own choices is important.
0: Fantastic. I love it. Oh, Jen, how can people get in contact with you and order this book and just be be part of your, your life and your work?
1: Oh, thank you. Um, the This book is going to be on Amazon. It's on Amazon. So they can purchase this book on Amazon. Um, if they want to, people want to get in touch with me, they can go onto my website, www.butterflyfamilywellness.com. You can find out more about the book. You can also enroll for um, my newsletter where I give recipes and tips and all sorts of stuff um, on a bi-monthly basis. Or you can just reach out to me and email me at Jen, J-E-N, at ButterflyFamilyWellness.com. And we can just start a conversation and figure out maybe how I can support you and your family moving forward on your own path to health and wellness.
0: Definitely. Oh, my goodness. So amazing. So many different resources. And we will include all of those in the show notes so people can dive right in and and just start making that connection, which is super, super important. Uh, well, Jen, thank you so much for being here today. It's been a pleasure. I love our deep dive into connection, into your your book, into your your life and your experiences with your boys, which is and, and, and all of, of your family members, yeah. which is just really helps to make the thing make life a little sweeter, so to speak.
1: Yes, absolutely thank you. Thank you for helping me connect to more people and thank you for allowing me to be on your show.